Hello, my little caterpillars. It's your host, Naomi Lopez. And welcome to one book, 12 chapters, 365 pages. Your one-stop shop to making progress every day where we will make little things count and set big goals that last. When books aren't your thing, self-help, well, you're not the king or queen and or anything in between, you come to me, where together we can find something to help us write a new narrative, open the next chapter, and begin a new book full of success, happiness, and love. Now, this episode is a little bit special because we have a guest star. Can everyone say hello to Cecilia Connolly? Now, I'm going to go ahead and let you introduce yourself because I know I couldn't do justice for you. Um, So would you tell me a little bit about yourself? Sure. So my name is Cecilia Connolly. I am a sociology major here at Lindenwood and also a gender studies minor. I am and kind of was the vice president of Lindenwood's Genders and Sexualities Alliance. I say is and was because we're currently just transitioning leadership over. So I was for like a year and now we're just kind of passing the torch over. Awesome. And how old are you? 21 years old. Awesome. So. I hope that's a little bit um, of a gateway into, you know, Cece's life for my listeners so they can kind of feel like they know her a little bit. Um, I'm also 21, so for my young listeners out there, uh, all of the young adults trying to find themselves, I hope that we can really relate to you in this moment and that you can find uh, something really special out of this episode because it is about self-discovery and becoming more authentically you and living as such. So I know a lot about Cece and I just really want my audience to know her in that way and know that she is uniquely qualified to talk about self-discovery. So could you tell us a little bit about your journey? Of course, yeah. So self-discovery for me has been, I mean, it's a very long process. I mean, it's something that you're always doing for your entire life. I found a lot of um, myself, I guess, in the past couple of years. It started right before um, the pandemic kind of blew up and the world stopped for a minute. I had been doing a lot of digging and spending some time with myself. And then when we were all isolated for a while, I mean, we're all forced to be with ourselves and being at home and then being on campus. I was essentially living by myself for all of that. So it was just, I worked in the same building on campus. I'm an an RA, so I just walked downstairs for my job. And then when we're taking classes online, it's just, I'm always essentially by myself and I'm with myself all the time. So I had all this time to myself, which through that, I started realizing that there was and something wasn't quite clicking in just in me, in the way that I saw myself and the way I presented myself. I felt that there was a bit of a disconnect and I felt like I wasn't quite sure where I was. Yeah, I feel like I felt similar in the pandemic where I, 
you know, you spend a lot of time by yourself, especially when you're not allowed to go out anywhere. You, you know, for me in the pandemic, I remember, you know, our college getting shut down. I, it was March 27th. I remember I like, like it was yesterday. Mm -hmm. It was right after cheer practice and our coach came in and was like, like, we're done guys. And we all were kind of silent and funny story. There's a girl in, on my cheer team that was like, woo, because she thought it meant like, oh, we're done with hell week. Uh, we were, you know, practicing to compete at nationals uh, in 2020. And that was our last practice, last hell practice before, you know, we were supposed to go to Daytona for nationals. So she starts screaming and we all kind of felt this like, eerie mood you know like something's not right and my coach after she was like that she was like no 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 guys like we're done like we're not going and we're all like what why and we were all very confused and she said you know you've heard these things in the news about the coronavirus and stuff and they're shutting us down like we're not allowed to practice we're not allowed to be around each other so we're not allowed to go to nationals and, you know we're all busting out crying because we've worked so hard all year for this one moment and for me, that was the moment where I realized, like, I kind of put all of myself and my self-worth into cheer. And so when I didn't have that anymore, and on top of that, I was forced to be by myself, like, 24-7. I was forced to, you know, discover myself outside of the realm of cheerleading um, and outside of sports in general. Um, you know, even gyms were closed, so it wasn't easy for me to go, you know, get my energy out, you know, use my physical activity. So the pandemic was really, really hard for me. And I, I relate to you in that aspect. I, I feel like I also found myself a lot with just sitting alone and not being able to do the things that I usually was able to do. Yeah, I mean, it is definitely, I think I can speak on behalf of literally everyone in the world that is, was not an easy time for anybody but part of self-discovery is that it is not fun it's gonna suck you're not gonna enjoy it it's a lot of work it's coming to terms with things about yourself things that have happened in your life things that you've maybe been pushing off for a long time so for me in that time i was figuring out why I felt the way that I felt. Why have I been unhappy for so long? I've tried a bunch of different things, but I just felt like I was kind of just like, like I was just in neutral, just coasting and not in like a relaxed way. And like, a, I'm not functioning. Something else is doing the work for me and I'm just there. And that was not gonna last much longer. I mean, if you're neutral, eventually you're gonna stop. And if you stop in life, then it's kind of over. And that's not the, that's not a direction that anyone, anyone should be yeah. heading. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I agree. I think um, as awful as the pandemic was, it was a big eye opener for a lot of people, including myself and what sounds like you as well. Yeah. I feel like, um, Everyone kind of needed that step back. Everyone needed that break, I think. Especially here in the US, we have the hustle and bustle of everyday life. We're always go, go, go. 
at a very high speed. We're always, you know, late for meetings and, you know, got to get up for this, got to go out for that, got to do this, got to do that all the time. And, you know, 2020 was like super big halt. Like, like everyone hit the brakes. No one's allowed to go anywhere and do anything. Like it's a very big different, very, very big change from what we're used to, you know, especially here in the city. We're just so used to go, 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 go all the time. And yeah, that was a really harsh, you know, other mm -hmm. side of the coin for everyone. Uh, but I do think it benefited a lot of people. And I pray that those people who didn't make it out or, you know, um, got coronavirus and passed away or, you know, struggled from being alone, that uh, the people around them who love them and care about them can listen to this podcast and feel, you know, reassured that, you know, we all went through it and that we're all here together trying to make it through together and that they're not alone in this. Um, and that they, they don't feel like they have to take that same route, you know? And I think the first step to, you know, becoming a better person, like discovering yourself and just, you know, wanting to be here, for instance, um, you know, you kind of said like the point of, you know, when you want to stop, that's not the, the track that you want to go on. That's not the direction of the highway you want to drive in. Um, so to be able to turn that car around and go the other direction is really hard. But I think the first step in doing that is discovering yourself and being okay with yourself and then, you know, loving yourself. You know, self-love is a huge thing. So I guess my next question is, do you believe that like self-discovery is an ongoing journey? You're not just going to stop learning about yourself one day. And if so, how will you continue to find yourself every day? Well, it's absolutely something that is constantly going. I mean, you're, I don't think anyone is ever going to stop learning about themselves. And it, the most interesting part that I've found through, through self-discovery is that it's not just an internal thing, it's, it's external, so you're, physically changing, you're mentally changing, you're emotionally changing, and any aspect that you can change, I mean, that's happening with self-discovery. It, it It's difficult to make connections between those things that at times feel like they can be completely isolated from each other, but it's really, I mean, all of that is, is still you, and you're finding you, mm -hmm. so maybe that's saying I'm happy with where my body is now. Maybe that's, I want to go to the gym more. Maybe it's, I want to, for me personally, to get on hormones, to um, bring myself towards where I feel is the most me. And through doing that, then you're also, you're bringing everything else, you're kind of getting everything else up to speed. If, if your body is, moving towards a place where you want it to be, then your mind is is getting there. And that goes the other way around too. If you're if, if you feel like mentally you are like years ahead of where you might be emotionally, like that will that will catch up. You've made progress 
in one place. You, all of you is connected, so it, nothing can get left behind. It might be like a like a yo-yo and it has to roll back to you, but. Yeah, I completely agree with you. I think, um, you know, for me, it was, I woke up one day and I was like, I cannot keep doing this. Like my mental health is so severe that I didn't want to do anything. I didn't want to get out of bed. I didn't want to brush my teeth. It sounds disgusting, but I'm going to be totally, you know, 100% honest. And I know that there's other people out there who are like me or uh, who were like me, I'm hoping they're, you know, getting on this journey too and, you know, helping themselves as well. But, you know, there was days I didn't want to get out of bed. I didn't want to shower. I didn't want to brush my teeth. I didn't want to literally do anything, eat or drink water. I'd go like three days without drinking water. I'm pretty sure that's like, not okay i'm pretty sure that's like super unhealthy i don't recommend doing that also i think you can only go like three days without food or something like that um so yeah let's not test it but uh yeah i struggled for so long with depression and anxiety and just that it was overwhelming that i just woke up one morning and i was like i cannot do this anymore like i cannot keep doing this to myself like i can't get out of this world so i gotta figure out a way to stay in it and enjoy it. And that was kind of my breakthrough where I was like, you know, I need to do something different. And it was really freaking scary. Um, we talked in the last episode about therapy and that was my kind of first step towards uh, like recovering. And I didn't realize how much of therapy is self-discovery, you know, talking about your past traumas, talking about, um, you know, things that you didn't even think could be traumas that, oops, they're traumas. Like, yeah, that time your grandma hit you with the back of the head with an apple to discipline you. Yeah, that was trauma. She probably shouldn't have thrown an apple at the back of your head. But you know, people make mistakes and it's okay. <laughs> um, so yeah, littlest things that like, even other people's mistakes um, can cause you trauma and harm you. and you know, develop you differently, especially if it happens in your childhood, you know. Childhood trauma is the worst type of trauma and it's going to alter your state of being, alter your mind, how you think, um, very, very easily. Um, and whether that be for the good or the bad, um, and in my case it wasn't for the good, so um, now I'm discovering how I can use my trauma for the good and relate to people and, um, you know, have empathy more for people. Um, but I know in your case, your self-discovery, you know, not only had to do with like emotional, um, mental, like, you know, getting past your traumas and things, but it also had to do with your outer appearance and making sure that what you saw on the outside reflected what you felt in the inside. And so um, I just want my listeners to hear a little bit about that and how you discovered that your your outsides didn't reflect your insides. Yeah, so I mean, you mentioned your some of the experiences that you have had, and how the they've you've learned from them and about them, and how you've how you've reacted from them and what that means. And then you had mentioned um, kind of the moment when you were like, "I can't do this anymore." I had a, a similar moment, but I had also had that moment over and over again. And then it wasn't until I kind of went down a different route, which is 
looking at myself in the mirror and going, why am I unhappy with this? At the the start of the pandemic, I was in like great physical shape. Like I had been to the gym like basically every single day and like I was really taking care of myself, eating well, but that still wasn't what I, like I, I didn't feel good still, despite the fact that my body was physically very healthy. Mm-hmm. So I cannot pinpoint the exact moment in which I realized that my body was, or I guess what I wanted to do to get my body to where I wanted it to be. But I guess it's just in the same way that you have to sit down with yourself and really think about things, write things down, talk out loud, whatever works for you. I, for me personally, had to sit myself down in front of the mirror and dive into things like, why do I feel that this part of my body is not what I want? Why do I feel like this part of my body is literally not part of my body? Why do I feel that way? When you find pieces like that, like why is this thing so far away from what I think it should be, that's when you're going to start having the biggest steps forward in finding yourself. And that's going to look different for everybody. I mean, anybody listening to this, you've heard to similar in some aspects, but also very different um, journeys so far. It's going to look different for every single person. You're going to hear something. Something from this podcast is going to jump out at you and you're going to be like, wow, that, that really spoke to me. This one little thing is going to lead to five more little things that would lead to a big thing. And then somebody else might hear a totally different part. You might have somebody in your life just says a sentence that they don't mean anything by it. Like it's just, they didn't realize that they said it and you hang on to it and you latch on to like, wow, and it really clicks for you and, and spirals, but in like a good way, like you're not spiraling out of control, you're spiraling into control mm-hmm. and you're you're getting a grasp on, on yourself. Oh, wow, I really love that quote, you're spiraling into yourself because I feel like this year has been a whole bunch of spiraling into myself and I want to help other people get to that point. I want to help other people, you know, discover themselves and like feel good, like actually feel good. There's so much awful in this world, like so much. I mean, we we talked about the coronavirus. That's an awful thing that happened and it just keeps going and it feels like it's never ending. And there's other things that are just awful in this world, like people die and people get sick and, you know, family members, you know, leave you or you don't, you know, they, they're not being who you need them to be. Like, I have a father who's not a great father. He's a good guy. He, re- he really is. He just doesn't know how to be a dad. And that's awful for me. I have a lot of trauma from my father not being a father. Um, and I have a lot of trauma from my family being my family because my family has issues. And, you know, if your mom has a mental health issue or something, a trauma, something that she hasn't addressed, she's going to pass that trauma down to you, whether she knows it or not, whether she means to or not. So I think the whole point of this, the whole point of like self-discovery and like healing yourself and becoming the best version of you possible is so that you don't continue that toxic chain of just like keeping these things going and whether you have kids or not like you don't want to pass that trauma to somebody else you don't want to give you know those struggles to somebody else especially because you know how bad they are you've lived them so 
for me, my motivation is, you know, I don't want to pass this to somebody else. I have someone in my life that's very special to me, a, a significant other, if you will. And she's amazing. I couldn't ask for anything more from a person. And um, I want to keep her in my life. And one thing that I don't want to do in keeping her in my life is passing awful things to her because there's enough awful in the world and we're gonna get enough from other people. We don't need to be giving it to each other. Um, so I really like that quote of spiraling, spiraling in, into control. Yeah, I mean, the reality is that, yeah, there's a lot of bad and you're gonna have awful days too. Like it's not, you don't get to a point ever in the self-discovery journey where you're just like, oh, I'm happy all the time. You're more happy and that's really good. <laughs> But you can't you can't possibly always be happy if you're if you think you're always happy then you're not actually happy because you can't be happy without being sad sometimes exactly because you can't have flowers without the rain mm -hmm. everybody knows that expression you can't have flowers without rain you can't have you know you can't appreciate the sun without the storm and so yeah i agree there's never going to be a point in time in your life where like Nope, I'm never going to feel sadness again. Nope, I'm never going to feel anxiety again. I am never going to be not okay. That's just not achievable. And it's okay to not have that be achievable. Yeah, I mean, that's not that's not self-discovery. That's you're just lying to yourself. And you're trying to actually learn about yourself. Right. And Amaya, you had mentioned your motivation in, in finding yourself. I mean, the reality is that self-discovery, despite having self in the name of it, like it is, it's for other people. I mean, we're independent beings, but we're also very dependent. I mean, regardless of who you are and if you're introvert, extrovert, if you can do the pandemic by yourself and be totally fine, or if you can't, like we're, we all depend on each other and you'd be there for each other. And self-discovery is about finding yourself so that you can help other people. You can be there for them you can teach them and then we can as like the human race like actually keep moving forward and not just kill each other in wars or something right i i think the pandemic taught us that as a species we are extremely reliant on each other and extremely mm -hmm. uh reliant of communication and you know physical interaction and being with someone and so I think another thing that the pandemic taught me was just to be extremely grateful for the moments that you get with people, for the time you get to spend with people um, outside of just, you know, talking with them, you know, actually being there, not like on the phone or texting, like actually being able to go get coffee with someone. Like we should be extremely grateful for those things. Um, and so I hope that like the pandemic taught others that as well. But I, I agree, I think, you know, self-discovery has to do with you know, uh, not only yourself, you have to have a motivator to do something. And whatever your why is, whatever, for me it was, you know, being better for my significant other, being someone that she could see as a, you know, wife in the future. Uh, whatever your why is, you have to have a why, otherwise you're not gonna keep propelling yourself forward. And that why can change throughout your life, I feel like, you can, you know, maybe me and my girlfriend don't work out. I pray that isn't going to happen, but if we don't, I have to, you know, come up with a new why is why I, you know, should keep discovering myself. Maybe I want to still 
be uh, able to grow with someone in a marital relationship. So my why would be just, you know, to keep developing myself so that I could be 100% and the best version of myself for when I do meet that person. Um, or when I do make that choice to, you know, be in a lifelong bond with someone. Uh, so I guess my last question for the podcast is what is your why? Well, my why has definitely changed a whole lot. I think that when I originally started to, in the very beginnings of me starting to actually try to figure myself out, it was when I was with a significant other and I was like, I'm, I need to be better for this person. And then that relationship ended and then I needed to find a new why. I didn't for a long time. That was probably the most difficult point in my life was not really understanding what my purpose could possibly be. So then I guess my why is to find, to originally was to find a purpose then, and now it's to continue to find more purposes. Purpose I? What's the flow of purposes? Purposes. Okay. (laughs) But yeah, I mean, like I said, it's it's self-discovery, but it's for other people. I want to know myself so I can be the happiest that I can be, so I can help other people get to that point for themselves. I love that. So I think that's going to wrap up our podcast today. And uh, I'm going to leave off with some tips and tricks. Um, if you want to join in, that, that's awesome. Uh, I would say my big tip or trick of the day is just finding your why and you know if something changes and you have to come up with a new why keep doing them write them down put them somewhere you can see them um come up with multiple whys so if one falls through you got more you know and give yourself a reason to make yourself better every single day whether that be reading one page of a book a day or listening to a podcast or you know uh talking with a friend that makes you feel better if sitting by yourself makes you feel better than doing that doing something that's going to evolve yourself while also loving yourself yeah yeah i would say find pick a thing it could be something you really enjoy about yourself it could be something you really don't really anything at all why do you feel that way about that thing why am i terrified to go to a party why do i depend on somebody you know why do i need to be around somebody not just one like this one person but literally anybody at all points in the day why do i like to read so much it, it could be literally anything and you dive into that and that can kind of kickstart you into learning a whole lot about yourself Alrighty, and with that it is time to place your bookmarks but before you go I have some food for thought for all my hungry little caterpillars out there. And that is that more than 43 million Americans struggle with mental illness. One in five young people ages 13 to 18 has or will develop a mental illness in their lifetime. So that being said, you're not alone. We're all in this together and it is possible to get better and you will get better. Now, that's something to chew on. I would love for you guys to leave a review. 
and let us know if you would like a part two to this series. I feel like there's a lot more we could delve back into. And if that's something you're interesting, leave a review, like the podcast, share it with a friend, and we'll be seeing you next week.